Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. One, two, three, four! Welcome to the Badass Women's Hour podcast Extra Bits, our little extra gift for you podcast subscribers. This week, we talk to the naked professor about what makes modern masculinity. The vampire strikes back. Badass Women's Hour Excel on Talk Radio. We are putting our boxing gloves on for our next section because we've got two men in the studio. Very rare for us, isn't it? It's a treat and a half. I can tell Christmas is on the way. Uh, they are going to be talking about taking the fight back to modern masculinity and how we challenge it. We would love to hear from you guys what you or how you define masculinity today because I suspect if you listen to us regularly you probably don't necessarily define it in the same way that we do so we would love to know what your definition of it is give us a call 0344-499-1000 and also join us in welcoming Lawrence Price and Benjamin Spence to the studio hello welcome guys hi there hello can I do a quick name um, correction please yes so I'm so sorry yes that's right it's Ben Bidwell but that's okay. Bidwell. Yeah, it's okay. close. It was close. It's not, at all. Did you say? not at all. What did you say? Come Benjamin Spence. Who's that? Who's that? Who's that? Who is 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 that? I thought I could get away with everything and blame it on Benjamin Spence. So, Ben, tell us a little bit about... Tell us a little bit about you and what you do, first of all. Um, my name is Ben Bidwell. <laughs> uh, I'm a coach. Um, I, I'm a coach, writer, and public speaker. Um, and um, I guess my story starts with I started a blog about a year and a half ago that that was embodying, I guess, masculinity and this 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 um, message of of embracing um, creativity and freedom and embracing kind of who you are and trying to strip away the masks and I say bear your soul. Um, yeah. Uh, because I think masculinity and, and it was getting lost a little bit, and uh, I wanted to to, to represent a, a man who was willing to um, be a bit more vulnerable, be a bit more open, and share emotions and share challenges. Um, that's kind of me. So, can I just say you're saying a bit more open and a bit more vulnerable? <laughs> Is it? I, I'm guessing a lot more open. And I a guess lot more... that's fair. Yeah. Okay. Yes. <laughs> yes. A lot more. Just checking the levels of vulnerability <laughs> yeah, and openness. Yeah, I can't go much further. So you're probably right. <laughs> it's a lot more. Yes. Um, uh, Lawrence, how did you get involved? What's your connection? Um, no, I'm, I'm just some guy who received a text oh, message a few yeah. weeks ago from Ben saying, do you want to get naked? We'll take a photo. <laughs> we'll put it on the internet. And now I'm on national radio, so I'm a little bit confused <laughs> about the whole situation. I'm just going with the flow. But um, yeah, we kind of know each other. Tell us about the naked photo. So the naked photo. Um, well, um, 
I have for, I suppose for the last year, I've been a big fan of Ben's Instagram, what he does on Instagram, and his kind of signature um, pose, if you like, um, with Instagram being you know, a visual platform because it catches people's eye, but at the same time, it has a deeper uh, metaphor, I suppose, to it, deeper meaning, um, is for him to stand um, un- derobed, shall we say, fully, <laughs> fully unclothed, um, naked, facing away from the camera, but facing a landscape, and it's his way of exposing himself and exposing his vulnerabilities to the world and he supports these strong images with strong writings and commentary as well but he'll probably tell you a bit more about that but I've been a big fan of that so um, when he asked me to pose with him and to uh, talk openly about masculinity and what it means to me what it means to us what it traditionally means I've just jumped at the chance. So So let's start there then what do we mean by masculinity today and you missed that. Yeah. You there was a little fist little bump. Bro- bro- so bless well, him. I'm, I'm wondering if he actually is he putting himself in pole position to be my agent. I think. <laughs> <laughs> ben, uh, ben Spence is a fantastic <laughs> man. Let me just say. Don't confuse me anymore. Um, tell us what we mean when we talk about masculinity. I'm thinking of like some actually some men with some like really full beards chopping some wood. Is that what we mean by masculinity today? Move the microphone to you, Ben. <laughs> uh, it can be. I think um, this is the thing. I, I, I don't think there needs to be a definition or, 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 or category of, of, of what masculinity is. I think, for me, this is all about being real. Um, and I think for a long time, perhaps men have, have worn a mask of what they're meant to be. Um, and for me, this is about stripping all those masks and, and actually um, being real. And um, I don't think masculinity needs to be being tough or being brave or not showing emotion. Or It's about yeah sometimes being tough and having a beard and chopping some wood but actually being in touch with your emotions as well and being able to have a real conversation about depth and 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 meaning and um that's where i'm coming from friends question can you be vulnerable and a real man and and i'm like absolutely i think being vulnerable is being a real man what do you think about the term toxic masculinity we hear this talked about a lot and i've heard lots of people say it's a very detrimental word to to men and young boys who are growing up thinking that masculinity is a toxic thing uh, what do you think about that term as a term um do you think we do have toxic masculinity I think there is such a thing as toxic masculinity. I'm not sure if you mean, do I think it's a bad term to use because does it, do, do people get confused by it? Or, But I think, yeah, there is such a thing as toxic, toxic masculinity because I think boys are growing up thinking what a man needs to be is tough, brave, strong, and that strips them of, of any vulnerability. I guess I just wonder, both of you as men, in terms of you know the way the world is at the minute and everything that's gone on in terms of uh, women and Me Too movement, and now we're starting to talk a lot more about uh, men and and the way that they're struggling in society, whether um, toxic masculine, how you're affected by that term toxic masculinity, whether you go yes, I, I feel that, or whether that's something that jars with you as men in, in this world. I guess that's that's what I'm interested to know. I mean, I hear it. I, I'm I'm like yes, there's there's such a thing as toxic masculinity um, because it's it, as I, say, I go back to this whole point that I think men are being taught to be something that they aren't naturally because. They want to be strong and they want to be tough and they don't want to be weak. And that strips them of, of half of who they are, which is the vulnerable side of, of actually being real and in touch with their emotions. Um, that for me is what toxic masculinity is, just being strong. So I have a, my brain's going in a different direction because I hear what you're saying. But and I think this is similar to um, the conversation we have within the women's space. But you're both two good looking men 
bend, you're over six foot. Um, and so you're allowed to be more vulnerable because people already perceive you to be masculine. And I think certain allowances are made for you. Whereas if you walked in and you were five foot two and less attractive, I think society places a different, or, or the messaging is completely different. And so how, how, how can you make what you're doing inclusive? Because it, again, looking at the naked, naked photo, both of you have got great bodies and it's almost, you know, the same thing happens in the women's space. You've got women talking about, you know, you don't need to be perfect but their bodies are perfect and their hair's perfect and their nails are perfect. And so how do you get the message across to everyone? I mean, my, my response to that is actually almost on the contrary. It's like people can perceive me a certain way because of the way I look. Mm. And I'm saying that doesn't matter at all because if you listen to what I write about, I'm actually extreme. There's, there's elements of me that particularly in the past have been very insecure regardless mm. of how I appear. And my point is almost the contrary to that. It doesn't matter how we look everyone's got their insecurities and their vulnerabilities. We need to learn to embrace that. Mm. Um, I do get this quite a lot. It's very easy for you to say this and that because you've got these pictures of you in this state. And it's like, well, um, my writing is as vulnerable as it gets mm. for, for me. Um, so f that's what counts r really for me. I, it, screw what we look like, um, what, what's in your heart. Um, and it, yeah, that, that's, that's my, my response. Um, I can't do anything about the way I look. Um, but I can show my heart and, and represent what I feel. When did you I, I felt pretty vulnerable standing next to all six foot seven of him. Six uh, foot seven. For the audience, I'm actually over six foot as well, six foot one. Um, albeit in that photo, I look about five foot tall, which is absolutely fine as well. <laughs> but, the, the, you know, the, I mean, you know, this, the same thing. You're both good looking guys. So how do you trans take it further than people ultimately just seeing one thing? Well, I think I think for me, I'm just trying to take that kind of first step in an open forum and a conversation and say to guys, it's OK to um, to sort of put yourself out there and have conversations which maybe break from the traditions and the norms of what we perceive um, the strong and silent masculinity mm -hmm. to be. Um, and um, yeah, I'm kind of sort of um, trying to work work with what, what I've got in that in that regards. But um, uh, it's just the first step. And what I'd like to see is, is more fellas, more chaps out there. Um, you know, they don't have to go to the extremes and post photos of themselves um, stripped bare on Instagram. But I'm saying let's have these um, conversations with your close peers and your close friends. Let's talk um, openly and emotionally about um, uh, your heart and, and where you're coming from, um, as, as opposed to, uh, you know, trying to just purely play on the whole kind of looks thing, as Ben said, and um, to live with an open heart, as it were. But it's a whole new um, set of vocabulary, I think, for a lot of men. I went to a workshop uh, with the man and he was talking about the way men think and the sort of vocabulary that you have being socialized in the world is very different to the vocabulary that women have so even hearing you say you know think about your heart or look into your heart mm -hmm. that isn't the vocabulary you usually associate or or, or hear from men mm -hmm. and so part of the journey is just sharing that vocabulary of what vulnerability means what it means to talk about your emotions or talk about your mental health or talk about insecurity but when did when did your journey start then in terms of um oh, we are going to chat about that but i'm just going <laughs> to take a break first sorry <laughs> hold the thought <laughs> coming up we're going to hear more from lawrence and ben this mother's day celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from blue nile whether it's for your mom a mother figure or yourself as a mom find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. 
Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus... Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Badass Women's Hour XL on Talk Radio. She'll get you talking. We are talking to Lawrence Price and Ben Bidwell, the Naked Professors, and for, for fit's sake... <laughs> Oh, <laughs> oh. very yeah. close, very close. <laughs> For a bit's sake, uh, talking all about modern masculinity. Emma, before the break, what were you about to ask? Yeah, before so I should really cut you off. That's okay. So my question was really, you know, where did your journey start? Because like Natalie was saying before the break, the vocabulary that you're using, both of you said, you know, come from open hearts. Like that's not mainstream um vocabulary so i was just interested to know both of you like where what, what was the moment that got you on this sort of journey to mm. just being more open and more vulnerable um well for me for me it was about five years ago and i was in my late 20s and i started to experience um emotional emotions due to life events that were slightly unexpected um and up until that point i've been um you know quite quite happy kind of uh being a chap playing rugby, playing sport and having a, a laugh with his mates. And then all of a sudden I was surprised with my reaction to a few of life challenges where I would feel um, um, anxiety or, or even, you know, verging on sort of depressed at, at certain times. Can you tell us what happened? Um, well, you know, a, a series of, of, um, of various events, which I'm, I'm probably not, you know, um, sharing publicly okay. at this point. Maybe one day. You know, I'm still quite <laughs> early because, again, yeah. like, I'm very aware that I'm kind of early stages on my own journey and speaking to Ben has been great because he's he's a guy with with um you know great advice in these areas and I think one day perhaps I will be open enough but I'm probably not at that point yet um but um all I do know is that um I experienced emotions that I was unfamiliar with um and I had a moment in time where I stepped back and I said okay what is this let's let's educate myself about it let's read up about it let's um listen to experts talking about it and talk to some of my close friends as well I'm quite lucky that I've always been quite an open book with within my close friendship um group as it as it were um so I started reading up um about um psychology and um you know started to um delve deep into to to who I am as a person and that's and and that's what you know when I kind of started um started off on my my journey but basically in the last sort of five years yeah Ben what about you you said you trained as a coach originally is that right yeah so so um, mine's a funny one because I was probably as closed and as as desperate to be 
a toxic man, I guess, if we're saying that, yeah. all the way through my 20s. You know, for me, it was all about validation. It was being a lad. It was sleeping with women. It was going partying. It was doing all the things that tick the lad boxes. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, and then at sort of the age of 30, there was the, I had this issue around sex that I always struggled um, with sexual fulfillment, I, I, yeah. I say. Um, and uh, that affected a few relationships. And um, uh, a life coach, the universe chucked a life coach in, in my way. And, and, I, and I kind of said to her, you know, you you work on all these things. What about what about this? Because this has been a bit of an issue for me. And um, she was like, "Yeah, we can we can work on that." And and the next I don't know, few months or year or whatever it was, we we started sort of rewiring my brain. And um, we never talked once about sex. Um, and I was kind of waiting for the sex bit, waiting for the sex <laughs> bit. But at the same time, I was realizing that I was becoming a much a much sort of better version of myself. And I was learning all these ways that that I can actually um, live a better version. And uh, that was a start. That was so. That was about seven years ago. And um, I, I firsthand experienced how much improvement I could get from from just learning how the mind works. Just like the body can be trained, my mind was was being trained. And um, at that point, I was like, "Hey, this is this is incredible. I want to learn more and and, and study to become a coach." And um, part of that journey has been understanding that emotions are important. And um, uh, yeah. It's, do you not think that times are changing though? So uh, generationally, you're both in your thirties. Uh, what's the Love Island, Chris? Is it Chris, the one that yeah. cried? Yeah. He had a he had a day in bed, um, yeah. a duvet day. And is I think a younger generation now are just a bit more aware of their emotions because they're seeing men on TV cry. Harriet's like, no, no, I, I don't, mean, I don't think so. I think they're crying, but back to what Ben it's said, I think depth. they're still in their 20s. Yeah. They're still out drinking, partying, yeah, trying to sleep with women. T- but yeah. it, but the, the people, they're, they're open to the conversation, at least. Um, and so do you think there's been a shift in the, since your 20s to now where actually people are just open to even listening to what it is that you're, you're saying versus if you tried to have this conversation 10 years ago, it might not have been received in the same way? Definitely. And I think actually Lawrence and I are in sort of that middle middle zone. I'm 37. And um, so we, we're kind of at the adva- older age of, of seeing all this come through, mm-hmm. um, which perhaps gives us a bit more emotional maturity that we want to delve a bit deeper into life. Um, so it's come at, yeah, come at a time when, when actually we're ready for change mm-hmm. and the change has come in. And, and I guess, yeah, we've embraced it. Um, but yeah, there's definitely a change. I mean, going all the way back to my parents, you know, it's entirely different then. And a man literally is, you know, man up, get on with it. That's how it was. I mean, we have um, a culture and society nowadays where we're encouraged to share status updates every day. And mm. I don't know if 10 years ago, um, we probably weren't encouraged um, actively to share quite so much personal information. So perhaps we're chipping away there. But um, social media often gets a, a bad rap, but I think we can give it a good rap, particularly with, with what we're trying to talk about as well in terms of getting those themes out there. Um, but yeah, that might um, the social media advances might have a, a big hold in it as well. Also, there's a lot of pushback though, isn't there? Because everyone's there's a lot of people saying, and I, I'm kind of seeing this as a slight generational thing that we're talking about depression and anxiety too much. Because, like you say, your mind's a very powerful thing, and if you're surrounded by lots of people talking about depression, it's very easy not to then, you know, pick up stuff. So, do you do you think that we are going too far in the way that we are talking about? Um, our feelings that you do think we can ever be too open and too emotional and too well, vulnerable I think, well it's, it's interesting what ben ben um said to me a couple of times that he thinks that this this whole um topic is almost because i'm coming at it from a, a fitness point of view being a fitness professional um and ben's almost saying that we're 
talking about mental health now we're almost where uh, fitness when the fitness industry was 30 years ago we're just at the beginning of it and being able to have those discussions um. yeah I, I do think that's right I think we're way behind mental health should, for me for me should be alongside physical health it's equally important um, and, and it's way behind but going back to what you're saying about are we going too far perhaps like there is a bit of a correction and perhaps we're over correcting and everyone's almost looking for vulnerability and when people it's almost trendy you know hey oh I've got something wrong with me does that mean you're gonna give me attention mm. um, so maybe but I just think I always get a sense of authenticity you get a sense of when people when it comes from the heart and I think that's what we're looking for um, uh, people just showing their real selves not 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 looking for attention there seems to be at the moment a bit of a war between the genders and with women saying it's really tough for women we need more support and men going no but it's also really tough for men we need more support would you guys call yourselves feminists i i, I someone asked me this the other day um i'm i'm i, I i'm I'm supporting everyone. Am I allowed to do that? <laughs> um, uh, I'm not fighting. I think everyone's got, we've all got, like, it's all going on everywhere for all of us. And, and I think um, it's important that, that there are women who are standing up for women. I think it's important that women stand up for men. I think it's important that men stand up for women and men who stand up for men. I, I don't, I'm not categorizing anyone in any space and I don't think there needs to be a war. I think if, we've all got our different ways and, and we've all got ways to improve. Um, Is that a no? I, I wouldn't say I'm a feminist, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Lawrence, what do you think? Um, I, I have, certainly have um, huge sympathies, and again, on both sides, and uh, but I, I don't, I don't want to sort of categorise myself in any in any shape or form. Again, I, I think I feel like a lot of my um, female friends are feminists, and we agree on all sorts. But um, I think um, it's a hard, um, tricky subject for me to talk about as as well as a as a man. So I'm not yeah. sure. <laughs> That's me copying out. Very but, safe. Yeah. Very safe. But again, like, I think it does, but. Just to jump in that, I think it goes back to language. So at uni, I openly say I did not consider myself a feminist until I had the language and understanding of what it meant. And then I was like, oh, yeah, of course I am. And it's the same. So also to your question, Emma, when you're talking about people now sort of the oversharing, it's because people now have all of this language. And it's like, oh, mm -hmm. I feel this way. I feel anxious. And I know that feeling. I, I, I have words for how I've always felt. And so mm -hmm. I think people are just trying to get it all out. And then you can re uh, collaborate where you actually are on the journey and I think that's what 2018 has been all about people just saying oh my goodness I know how I feel and it's okay to say it through social media and other platforms I mean in any other world let's take this back five or ten years ago you guys might have met in the pub and been like hey bro but men like <laughs> connecting on social media saying I really respect your vulnerability like that for me is a I think it's relatively new and so it's a re it's really early in that Journey. Yeah, I guess what I'm seeing is, uh, you know, people are talking a lot about their depression and anxiety. But what you're saying, Ben, is you discovered all these tools and, you know, there, there's there is lots of ways you can change the way you think and you don't need to feel depressed and anxious all the time. There's lots of ways that you can cope with that and you can be more yeah. resilient. And I think that is what's missing for people. It's like, where do you start? You might be able to acknowledge and identify, oh, yes, no, that person's talking about that. I feel the same. But then I still think there's a real lack of people knowing where to go next. Do either of you have therapy? I, I started working with a coach. That was the beginning of my, my journey. Um, but I haven't seen it. I mean, there's not much of a difference for me between therapy and coach. But yeah, that was my breakthrough moment, I guess. I don't know if you... Um, I didn't see a therapist, but I, I would quite happily. I would quite happily have a chat with them. Yeah. yeah. Ben, I think it's a positive thing. In your coaching practice, do you mainly coach men or do you coach men and women? 
Um, either or. Yeah, I, I find that men are often drawn towards my message yeah. um, because I think there are a lot of men out there who are a little bit lost, if I'm honest, and they, yeah. they're seeing they're resonating with what I'm trying to. I'm trying to the message I'm trying to pass on. Um, Do you think there's a kind of a growing? I guess I'm hopeful of a growing movement of men realizing that actually this is not this is not how it has to be that there can be something different do you see that i do and i think even in my friendship groups i think a year ago even my friendships some of my friends would have been like what the hell are you doing Mm. and even now my friends are kind of coming around saying oh i think you're in a pretty good space here you know this is quite (laughs) you're on the the, the right journey it's in people there's been a big shift in the year or two and and i really do make it as simple as our mental health is as important as our physical health you know our mind can be changed like our bodies and for the most people our mind is, is is as it was you know I, I always use the analogy that we were desperate to upgrade our mobile phones you know we want to get 10.9 or whatever and we leave our minds just operating at 1.0 it's it's untouched mm. and it's something i was doing i'm doing a, a bit of a coaching course to help me with with my business and a lot there of a lot of what they're talking around is your mindset and they gave a list of the time that people spend on average per year doing things like researching for a new tv mm. planning a holiday <laughs> and the amount of time that people actually spend on themselves mm. developing mm. learning is literally zero and it's quite horrifying when you think about how much time we do spend on stuff that is not developing us or mm. helping us in mm. some way mm-hmm. oh. totally i mean i completely agree and the, the thing is uh, it, we have to go deep to change our mind you know it, it's 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 ingrained pretty deeply um, we can't just wake up tomorrow and, and change how it is. And it takes time, effort, you know, working with a coach. That's seen as a weakness, perhaps. There's a lot of barriers to changing the way you are. And our mind wants to keep us safe. And it's safe to stay where it is because we're still alive. And that's, you know, where it wants to be. So it's not easy to change your mindset. Who's your vulnerability role model? Well, I would love, love, love to become the, the, the male Brené Brown, if you like. Oh, um, oh I, there's a space pick. for that. I feel there is Look a space for it. We you just melted the whole room. Wow. <laughs> I, I have her on repeat. I'm just, I'm trying to learn yeah. every word she says so then I can just regurgitate it. Because <laughs> she's, a, she's a genius. Yeah, no, she is. Yeah. It's easy for me. I've just got Ben. Oh, that's okay. Yeah. We've loved chatting to you. If people want to get in touch with you or find out more about what you're doing or hear from you, where should they be looking? I mean, mine's pretty much my Instagram, uh, The Naked Professor. Fantastic. Um, yeah, just go to Instagram at for fit's sake, F-A-F-I-T. You say that so much better than I do. <laughs> <laughs> uh, ben Vidvalorance, thank you so much for coming in. We've really enjoyed having you. It's been lovely to chat to you. One, two, three, four. This has been the Badass Women's Hour podcast with me, Harriet Minter, Natalie Campbell and Emma Sexton. If you want to hear more from us, you can come follow us on social media at Badass Women's Hour HR um, or leave us a review and tell us how much you love us. We really need to feel the love. Five stars should do it. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. 
Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. 